0: Evening, praise the Lord, man. It's good to be here again tonight, isn't it? Amen. Uh, don't forget your announcements. If you didn't get a bulletin, get one. I, I know there were several that signed up for the the remind the prayer list this afternoon. So, uh, if you hadn't got on that yet, be sure and get a bulletin. Get on it so you can get all the news and and prayer needs. Um, this Sunday night is our Lo- uh, not Lone Grove um, Labor Day picnic. Uh, I, there is a sign-up sheet out there now. I said that this morning and there wasn't one so I went I, I made sure there's one out there now. So uh, we'll do the usual. We'll do the hot dogs and hamburgers if y'all bring sides and desserts. Heavy on the desserts. And uh, so, But but you can sign up out there. I know a lot of times uh, not not a lot of people sign up but there's a lot of food and that's okay too. But if you think about it, you know, something you're going to bring. you Write it down on there so somebody else, you know, might want to bring something different. And, but, uh, but sign up out there for that and come bring somebody. Invite somebody next Sunday night. Uh, obviously invite them Wednesday night and Sunday morning too. But uh, sometimes somebody may not want to go to church. But you can say, hey, we're having a cookout. Come join us. And, uh, you know, good food and good fellowship. We'll, we'll, we'll grow a church just as well as a, a good church service. And so uh, some people come to that and they'll realize we're not that weird. Maybe we are. I don't know. But maybe that's what they're looking for. So, um, but but come out and invite somebody out for that. And uh, the Friday night football game, uh, we're doing a fifth quarter. Uh, need some help, uh, I've had several volunteer or offer to donate some hot dogs and some chips and stuff. Um, we, we'll still take donations on that because we're doing it again October the 7th. Uh, so if, you, if, if, if we don't use it this time, we'll use it the next time uh, on the donations for that. But I, I need help more than anything. So uh, we need help, some people out in the parking lot, making sure the kids aren't out there doing things they're not supposed to, and then uh, just help loving on them. Just help being out there, uh, showing them what we're about. And again, there'll be kids come to that that don't normally go to church. And we don't, we don't get a lot of the other church's kids. They like to go to their thing, but we'll get kids that will come over here because we're right across the street from the football field, and, and their friends will drag them over, and they'll say, let's go uh, play cornhole or let's go you know, play nine square or something, and, and that's our opportunity to reach them and, and tell them about church, tell them about Jesus, and just share the love of Jesus with them. So we need help in that area too. So if you can come hang out, uh, even if you can't stay all the way till midnight, that's okay. Um, if you can just come out for a little while, you'll probably go to the game anyway. And you'll be so excited from lone girl winning, winning that you, you just want to come hang out. So come over and, and celebrate with us. And even if they lose, you know, we know that we're on the winning team, right? So uh, come over and help us out with that as well. Um, be sure and get a bulletin uh, each each Sunday. There's there's plenty out there, and that way you can keep up with what's going on. And, and, and I always encourage, grab a bulletin and throw it on the fridge. Throw it somewhere where you'll see it so you know what's going on what's coming up. Also, I want to let you know, we, we are keeping the prayer list updated out there. Uh, as we get needs, we put them on the prayer list. And so be sure and grab one of them and put it in your Bible, put it somewhere, put it beside your bed, wherever you wherever you pray at home, uh, stick that prayer list so you can just read through it. And, and I believe if when you're praying, if you'll just read through it and say, Lord, touch them, whatever they need, I believe God will move. I believe prayer works. Amen. 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 Stand with us tonight. We're going to worship the Lord. and uh, But first, we're going to We're going to go to Him in prayer, and we're just going to welcome Him him into this place. We're going to welcome the Holy Spirit to move, and, and we believe He will. Amen. Father, we love you. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity once again to come to your house tonight, Lord. I thank you for this group of people that have taken time out of their Sunday evenings, Lord, to to come and just fellowship, Lord, to come and to worship you, to come to to hear your word proclaimed, Lord. And I pray that you would just come and move and touch lives and bless them tonight, Lord. I pray for a, a mighty move of your spirit tonight, God. God, your presence was so great and wonderful this morning. God, I pray for another... Another blessing, another touching, another outpouring tonight, Lord, as as we worship you, God, as we lift you up, God, as we draw close to you, we know that you'll draw close to us. It's your promise and you never break your promises, God. We love you. We glorify you and we worship you tonight. Hallelujah.
1: You unravel me with a melody, you surround me with the song of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears are gone and I'm no longer. From my mother's womb, you have chosen me, love has called my name. I've been born again into your family, your blood flows through my veins. Let's sing that again. From my mother's womb, you have chosen me, your love has called my name been born again into your family. Your blood flows through my veins. And I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child. split the sea so I could walk right through it. My fears were drowned in perfect love, yes. You rescued me so I could stand and sing. I am a child of God. Yes, God. Oh, yes, God. Oh, yes, God.
2: What a great feeling. Father, we are no longer afraid of fear, God, because we are children of the Most High King. Father, we thank you for your protection, God. We thank you for your hand that's upon our lives, Father. We thank you for the leading and the guiding of the Holy Spirit, Lord. And we don't have to be afraid, Father thank you jesus
1: why would i worry when giants come calling my name my god is so much bigger than the troubles i face yes lord
3: why would i hunger for power or riches or so much better than all of these
1: things and i won't be ashamed battle is done, my God is stronger, the victory's already won, oh, he died for my ransom and rose up on the third day. Have. he doesn't already know there's no problem to pick there's no weapon too strong there is nothing for god that's impossible there's no mountain too high no valley too low there's no fear that i have he doesn't already know there's no problem too big there's no weapon too strong there is nothing for god that's impossible so i won't be Is true. yes true So I speak to the mountain Oh it's time to move yes. Cause my god is bigger better strong
2: Father, we thank you tonight that you are bigger and better, God. You are greater. You are stronger, God, than any adversary that comes against us, God. Father, we just lay it all down in your presence tonight, God. Help us, God, not to try and pick it back up, Lord, but to just leave it there in your presence, Father. Father, remind us tonight of who you are, God, and just what you're capable of, God. We thank you, Jesus, for your presence in this house. We honor you, Lord, with our praises. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. Here we go. I'm caught up in your presence. I just want to sit here at your feet. I'm caught up in this holy moment. I never wanna leave, and I'm not here for blessing. I'm sorry when I've just gone through the motions, God. I'm sorry when I've just sang another song. Take me back to where we started. I open up my heart to you. Sing, I'm caught up. I'm caught up in your presence just want to sit here at your feet. I'm caught up in this holy moment. I never want to leave. And I'm not here for blessings. Jesus, you don't own me. And more than anything that you can do, I just want you. Oh, I'm sorry, God. And I'm sorry when I've just gone through the motions, God. I'm sorry when i've just sang another song take me back to where we started i opened up my heart to you oh i'm sorry lord oh i'm sorry lord and i'm sorry when i've come with my agenda lord i'm sorry when i forgot that you're enough Take me back to where we started. I open up my heart to you. Oh yes, I just want you. Nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing else will do. I just want you. Nothing else. gone through the motions God, I'm sorry when I'm just sing another song take me back to where we started I open up my heart to you oh, I'm sorry Lord I'm sorry when I've come with my agenda Lord, I'm sorry Enough, take me back to where we started. I open up my heart to you. I'm caught up in your presence. I just want to sit here at your feet. Born up in this holy moment. I never want to leave. But I never want to leave, God. never want to leave, God.
4: I never want to leave. leave. never want to leave. I'm going to ask you just to put, put your praise in your own words. Let's just all close ourselves in with the Lord and, and continue worshiping him. But instead of the words on the screen, let them come from your heart. Just close your eyes if you like and just let's just love him. Lord, we love you. Lord, we, just, we really do seek you. Lord, thank you. You've already done so many miracles for us. You've given us the greatest miracle of all when you went to the cross, when you, when you took our sins away and you let us be a part of your family the greatest miracle in the whole world. We we, have Lord, thank you. Thank you for being a God who gives. Thank you for being a God who loves. Thank you Lord for loving us as your children and, and, and showering us with blessing, with provision, with grace, Lord, that is sufficient for us. We worship you, Jesus. We love you and we bless you as our savior. We worship you in spirit and in truth, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for the enabling you've given us to live a life that brings honor and glory to you, Lord. May we live it consistently. Lord, may our lives bring glory to you and praise to you and joy to you. Lord, may we live to enjoy you forever. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for for giving us that wonderful, delighted privilege, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name amen and amen amen and amen praise the lord praise the lord praise the lord mm. you can be seated I, i've asked uh, Jason chasen would get a couple of ushers and uh we're going to do something we haven't been doing on sunday night for a while because most of you give on sunday morning and uh, and that's that's kind of become and a lot of people use the box even on sunday night but just to make it a moment of worship just to make it a moment another way to worship the Lord it is so good to be able to give I want us all just to say thank you for giving us something to give whether you gave in another offering or you give online or or you're giving in this one tonight let's just worship the Lord with it Lord thank you for giving us something to give and even a greater miracle than that is you put within our heart the desire to give it Lord, thank you. Thank you for making us more like you. Thank you for being such a giver yourself and allowing us to be a giver with you, Lord. What a blessing you've given us. What a blessing that this church has to have givers who love to give to the kingdom's work. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. And we just worship you as we give tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So be sure and get a usher's attention if you're giving tonight so that he doesn't have to look you down. Okay? God bless you. Didn't need to bring that up there. I don't, I don't feel, uh, the least bit timid about asking you to pray for, let's focus on the pastor because we're, we're all going to pray for the next pastor, whoever it is. We're all praying for the same person. We don't know who it is. God knows who it is. So we're just going to pray for him tonight that him or her. I, I, I always say that because I don't know what God's got in mind. I don't want to put limits on him and I don't want to, I don't want to, I, I don't wanna try to steer. I'm not here to do that, but I'll just use the male the male sense. But you understand what I'm saying. He may not even know what that that's what the Lord's going to do. But let's just let's just pray that God blesses him and his family. That God blesses him, and if he's in the ministry at at, at a church, that God blesses his life. That God just prepares him for what's about to happen in his life, and and. Uh, and just just praise the Lord for him. Would you would you just do that? It's kind of, it's kind of odd, isn't it, to do it? But we're all praying for somebody that we don't know, but God knows exactly who it is. Marsha and I used to do this for our daughters-in-law, while, while our kids were about seven or eight. Marsha came to me and said, "You know, we ought to pray for our, our the, whoever the girls are that are growing up somewhere in the country, hopefully in the Assembly of God Church somewhere." And both of them were. And uh, for years we prayed for them without having any idea who they were. And then when our, our sons met them and, and married them, we, I guess we weren't really all that surprised that everything we ever prayed for was in those two beautiful girls that became our, our daughters-in-law. And that's what I'm asking you to do right now for that pastor. Father, we just lift up our voice. Why, why don't you stand to your feet? It's just, let's just stand to our feet because, hey, that, we really mean this, Lord. That's why, that's why we're standing up and that's why we're seeking you right now. We are praying for the next pastor of this church. We are praying you would pour your blessing upon him in Jesus' name. Lord, that you would bless him with health, that you would bless him, Lord, with wisdom, that you would be doing a mighty work in his life spiritually. God, that you would prepare him for uh, the, 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 the process that he's, he's fixing to be a, become a part of. Lord, we just pray for that person that we know is your will your will that's that's what gives us peace lord knowing that you're selecting the next pastor you're choosing we don't know enough to do that but you know what you know plenty it's your kingdom and we're your church and we need to be led lord we want to be preached to with the word of god we want to we want a pastor who's spirit led and we're just praying that 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 pastor that you've picked for us, Lord, that you already have ordained and and you've already chosen. God, we just pray that you would bless him immensely in every way, bless his family, Lord, bless Bless him against the attacks the enemy may bring against him, Lord, and just fortify him with a spiritual warfare and a, and a victory, Lord. May, may his heart and his lips be filled with praise, because, and, and may this be something that's really great news to him, that you, you bring him or her uh, to, to this uh, office, a special leadership role in this church family, Lord. We we promise to love that pastor. We promise to be unified and support him, and and and. And to work with him and to be a part of the ministry that he brings here, Lord. We are looking forward to rolling up our sleeve and being on that team. And God, we praise you and thank you that you've got somebody special for us. And we give you glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. You can be seated again. Thank you, musicians. My goodness, you you do a wonderful job leading us in worship. Wonderful job. I appreciate them so much, so much. Thanks for being here on Sunday night to lead us in worship. It makes, it's, it's just makes it so enjoyable to be here when we've got a team like that leading us and, uh, and sincerely worshiping themselves up here on the stage. Amen. Amen. Lord be praised. I'm, I'm reading from Acts, the third chapter. Acts chapter 3. I'm reading the New Living Translation. Lord, I pray for for the way you want this said. This is your message and said your way. And and may our hearts be receptive. Just like we were sitting at a table with you, Lord. And you were telling us these things. May we get the the simplicity of it, the clarity of it. May may we receive it from you, Lord, it's your word. And we we just ask you, God, to give us uh, understanding and a willingness to receive this truth in Jesus' name. Peter and John went to the temple one afternoon to take part in the three o'clock prayer service. As they approached the temple, a man lame from birth was being carried in. Each day he was put beside the temple gate, the one called the beautiful gate, so he could beg from the people going into the temple. Obviously, they'd be generous people, wouldn't they? When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for some money. Peter and John looked at him intently. And Peter said, look at us. The lame man looked at them eagerly, expecting some money. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I'll give you what I have. Oh, my goodness, isn't that powerful? I don't have any silver or gold, but I'll give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, get up and walk. He had something, didn't he? He had something big. He was, he was an ambassador for Jesus Christ. He, he was somebody, an agent of, of the ministry of Jesus sitting there. And he said, I have something and I'll give you that. Yeah. And his words so clearly rung out the good news. In the name of Jesus Christ, of Nazareth, get up and walk. And then Peter took the lame man by his right hand
3: and helped him up. And as he did, the man's feet and ankles He, I'm glad to hear that he was glad he got
4: healed. I, I'm glad he, he was okay with losing that job that he had, of laying there because he was lame, and, and, and taking a, a free handout. Now, now, he probably hadn't really, it hadn't dawned on him yet he's gonna have to go get a job, but you know what, he's probably delighted to go get a job. He probably had enough of that lame life, don't you think? I think he was probably really, really uh, wore out with being crippled, and, and it, this, was, this was ordained of God. This guy had probably been doing this a long time and they'd been, they'd walked by him before. Peter makes the remark to the crowd a little later on. You you all know how long, how long he's been sick. You all know how crippled he was. Because, so it's obviously he'd been there for a while. Well, all the people saw him walking. This is where the story really gets awesome. It's when the crowd... The crowd in Jerusalem that day, all the people saw him walking and heard him praising God when they realized he was the
3: lame beggar they had seen so often at the beautiful gate. had been part of the crowd yelling, crucify him, crucify And he said, this same Jesus. The crowd. And he said, you rejected this. story. It's an exciting story, but I liked
4: how, how everything is explained so thoroughly. You know, the, the, correcting those misconceptions, giving God all the credit and even showing beyond just that God was the healer. He was doing it to bring glory to Jesus who was crucified but resurrected and, and, and God wants Him being glory. And it was faith in His name that enabled us to say to this man, I give you what I have. That faith that I have in Jesus says that I can, I can say to you, rise up and walk. I can say to you, I can reach you down by, reach by, by your hand and help you up. And your, streak, your, your, your feet and ankles and legs are going to be healed from all that paralysis. Right. He had something to give. So here's where I'm going with this message. I just want to ask you a question. It may be on the screen. Yes, it is.
3: I didn't know it was already up there. Could God use... May not know it but you do if you're a child of God if you're if you're born again
4: by the blood of Jesus I'm not telling you anything you don't already know how many of you prayed for people that were sick several times today when you prayed for people you look at that prayer list that Jason's talking to us about you go over that prayer list and you pray for them because you know your prayers are, are are very worthwhile they're worth the time and effort to do it because God is a God who answers prayers of faith we all know that so yes of course we know the truth is God could do miracles through us or we wouldn't pray like we pray we we wouldn't we wouldn't uh, intercede intervene for people and and really lift them up in prayer Uh, of course God can use us every one of us to do miracles Uh, and we just sing about the fear being gone and that really goes with with this message if, if we just use the faith we already have fearlessly like Peter and John did, fearlessly, you know, throw, throw fear. We sang in that song how our fears have been overcome. They've already been, been dealt with. And, and we, we sang to fear that, every, that God is greater than you, that God's power is greater than you. So let's let our fears be dismissed. Let, let's, let's go, go public. Let, let's go uh, wide open. Uh, let, let's let God use that faith we have in Him to do miracles in miraculous ways all the time. Amen. Let's not be timid about it. Um, God could, and the, I guess the answer is, or, or the question is, what's on the screen? Would He? If, if He could, would He? In other words, is it is it likely that God uh, would use me to do miracles? For the rest of my life while i'm here on the earth and i would i my answer to that question is yes god would god will i'm looking at you young people i'm i'm looking at every one of you as I, as much as i can look at you in the face i wish i knew all of you better but i i, I just want i want to convince you yes he would L- let's stop right here and just ask ourselves the question if if in fact we answered that question, no, we don't, I don't think he would. I think he will use preachers or I think he will use uh, uh, people that have extraordinary, a gift of healing or a, a gift of faith, you know, that those are gifts of the spirit. And, and maybe, maybe your answer is, is that God probably would not use me. It's not likely that he would use me to do a miracle like the one we read about tonight. But here's what's wrong with that answer. You can expect probably no miracles are going to come through your prayers. And that's, that's opposite of, of why you're praying, of why you pray. I mean, there there is, there is so much potential in your prayers that, that we need to get past every, allowing the enemy to even, even for, for a moment shadow our, put, put a shadow on the sunlight of, uh, of our our belief and our trust that God will use us all to do miracles. He, he, I'll get into this. and I, th- I think you'll catch on to exactly what I'm saying in a minute. Uh, no, notice this, that this is the chapter that follows Acts 2. Acts 2 is where God empowered the church with a baptism in the Holy Spirit. Acts 2 is where he gave us power. He said, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you shall receive power. And you shall be my witnesses. Now, all that goes together with what I'm talking about tonight. And and so God empowered his church. He sent that other comforter that's just as much ours as he was Peter's. The Holy Spirit helped and enabled Peter to do what he did that day and for the rest of his life. And the Holy Spirit wants to help you and me. do, do God do miracles through us so that he can bring glory to his son, Jesus. So he, can bring, so he can cause people who are faithless to have to doubt their faithlessness and start saying, maybe, maybe I'm wrong if, if I'm seeing things like this happen in the name of Jesus. Uh, I think what we should do is exactly what the apostle Peter did when, when uh, he listened to, to what the Holy Spirit told him to do and he did it. That's what we need to do is tune in the Holy Spirit and, and always be available to do what he tells us to do. If he wants you to pray, for somebody just throw fear to the wind and pray for them you don't know which which of your miracles are going to turn out just as miraculous just as spectacular as this one if you I, I mean how many more of us let, let's say you pray for uh, in person when you pray an audible prayer maybe it's like every once a month or, or every couple weeks that you do that what if you prayed for people audibly and and you prayed a prayer of faith with people several times a day what if you just took every opportunity and you know somebody that's that's going through a struggle and you call them up and 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 you say you know what I just I just want to pray for you I'm praying for you uh, when, when you when you're not hearing me but I want I want to pray with you over the phone I want you to hear me I, I want to I want to pray in person with you and and so you just you just make it your point to have a lot more prayers of faith being prayed that gives God that many more opportunities for for miraculous breakthroughs like we saw tonight and miraculous stories like we read tonight to be told again and again, do you know, do you know what, how, how uh, so-and-so was praying, was praying for so-and-so? Did you hear what happened? I mean, that's what we need to give God because that's how he uses, that's how he's going to build the kingdom. That's how he's going to sweep lost people out of their doubt and into believing. That's what happened in the Bible when they saw miracles. That's when they started, uh, started coming to Jesus. Um, I'm going to use the illustration that uh, there are doctors who looked forward to having the opportunity to to take somebody who's lame, uh, in, immobile, because of a something they they can do surgery on and, and they can fix it. I had a few in 1917, no, 2017, 1917. I wasn't around. <laughs> that was a hundred years before I had been, but I had a knee replacement surgery, and and uh, before that my knee had had bowed out really bad, and it was it was just it it was. It was. It made me limp, even though I really didn't. I, I wasn't having a whole lot of pain, but I was really thrilled to get the the new level of mobility. I, I, it. Then I could walk about hundred or maybe two hundred yards, and then I started having pain. But, uh, but now I can walk. I've walked uh, 27 holes of golf carrying my bag, and and never had an ounce of pain in my in my knee. In fact, sometimes I forget which knee it was he because I can't feel the difference. It's it's that. I feel that good. Well, you know that doctor, he's, he's really excited to hear news like that because they went to school, they spent, spent their money, they, 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 they really, uh, they, they just loved doing that. Well, I don't, I don't think uh, God wants us to let the, the, the doctors get all the stories. It's okay. here's, here's my point. What do doctors do when they, they've learned to set people free from being lame? What do they do? They set people free <laughs> from being lame, and they charge a lot to do it. <laughs> and they make a good living, and, and, they, and, and they love the stories. They, they love hearing that you're doing great. They, they love it. And if something comes up, trouble with it, they like to try to try again. Let, let, let's, let's do a, a, a re, uh, retry on that, because uh, they believe they can do it. What if, what if we just use what we have like a doctor uses what he has? Because we've got the same thing Peter had. We've got a relationship with the healer. We've got a relationship with the, the miracle worker himself, Jesus. He said, I mean, the, the apostles knew that he said, I, I, you're going to do greater works than these that I did. Uh, I, I think we'd all agree. It, no no doubt, I'm not trying to have to convince you of this, that, that it was and is God's intent for the church, his church to continue the works of Christ the miracles of Christ that was not to stop with Jesus ascension to heaven he he made it clear that that we were going to continue his work so it's it wouldn't it'll surprise the lord if we're not doing it because he fully intended all of his church to be able to do this so uh, just like peter was doing you know especially if if peter lived in the time of that we're living in just before probably the, the return of the lord is, is well we know it's nearer than ever but How far away is it? I don't know, but there's sure a big falling away, and there needs to be a revival. There there needs to be more miracles than there's ever been. There needs to be more Christians praying this prayer of faith with people and God having the opportunity. Let's give him more opportunity to do the extraordinary things he wants to do through our life and through our faith. Let's don't be timid and shy and and hold it back. Uh, God wants us who've already learned how to pray uh, we've already learned how to pray the prayer of faith with people who are saved and people that are that are unsaved. We, we know how to pray that prayer of faith. We just got to have the courage to do it and, and, and be moved to do it. You know, maybe we need to get in the habit of doing it uh, instead of in the, not being in the habit of doing it. Uh, so I'll say it like this. We've learned how to do it just like the doctors do. And, and, it, and we know how. That that what we can use what we have to set them free just like doctors know how to use what they have to try to set. I, I If you give me the choice between being healed and and being have what a surgery surgeon could give me, I'll take what the Lord can give me. I, I certainly I experienced that healing once uh, many many years before in that very knee. I, I was a guy called me and prayed for me. I and and I had I had called him and asked him to pray and and uh, and he he. Uh, his name, Leroy Woods, is, is, was his name. He's a good pastor friend of mine. And uh, he didn't think to pray with me while we were on the phone. We just talked about it. he said, I'll sure pray for you. But well, I didn't mean more than hang the phone up. And, and uh, he called back and said, so I'm, I'm supposed to pray for you right now. And I, it was after that short prayer, I, I walked back in the room where Marsha was. And I said, my knee doesn't hurt at all. And I, went, I, I had a miraculous healing in, in whatever he did. For, for years, I didn't have, I didn't have any, any trouble with it. it was it was years on down the road that uh, I ended up going to the surgeon and get and getting it fixed But I'm just inspired that that God wants us to use what he we've already learned how to do And let's set people free for the glory of God and and so their faith can be inspired and other people's faith can be inspired uh, You know people have paralyzed spiritual muscles just like they have paralyzed bodies, both of them are a tragedy. You know, to have a a, a body that's that's lame and immobile, and you're you're missing out on a lot in life. I, I, that's sad. But how much worse is it to have paralyzed spiritual muscles? They 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 they're not going anywhere spiritually. They're not growing spiritually. They need somebody who's willing. To let God use them, we we sing. I was a Christ ambassador. We are Christ ambassadors, and we love our Savior. I, I forgot how to sing the song, but we we sing it once in a while just to just to remind ourselves. But that's what we are. We're ambassadors of Christ. We have we have the liberty of of, of taking the message of Christ to people that are spiritually their their, their spiritual muscles are paralyzed. And they need somebody to speak faith into their life. They need somebody that, that has faith and, and they're willing to accept this, the, the level of spiritual maturity. Here's why a lot of us don't do this. I'll explain it like this. Spiritual maturity happens when, when you let God put you in a place of spiritual, where spiritual maturity is demanded more than you have. In other words, When I went in the ministry and the Lord called me to the ministry and and, and he was going to put me behind the pulpit Wow, that was a hard step for me I I said yes to the ministry without really Feeling what what was going to happen because that was the level of spiritual maturity I wasn't at and I wanted to keep myself here I was willing to forfeit the the spiritual maturity increase that that would happen to me But that's when it happened when they put me in the pulpit and all of a sudden I started preaching and I started accepting the responsibility to have a message ready and, and the, the responsibility to, to preach to youth because I was a youth pastor for a long time and then then to preach to the congregation. And then I, got, I became a pastor and three times a week I was expected to go. I let the Lord put me in that place of spiritual maturity where it was demanded of me, even though I didn't feel adequate for it, but I matured to that place. And the reason a lot of us aren't where... Uh, Peter was that day is because we haven't let the Lord put us in a place where more spiritual maturity is demanded of us than we feel like we have. And, and we, because we kind of like to stay, you know what, it, it'd be more comfortable just to stay immature. It'd be a little more comfortable to stay a third grader spiritually. But the Lord's asking me to be a sixth grader spiritually. The Lord's asking me to be a freshman in high school. The Lord's asking me to be a senior. He's asking me to be a graduate. You know what, you're going to enjoy every bit of it don't be afraid don't hold yourself back from it let the Lord put you in a place where spiritual maturity is demanded of you it's not going to be you it's going to be him it's going to be him flowing through you it's going to be his energy his wisdom and his his enablement his and his anointing Uh, oh my Uh, you know our our worship leader I forgot your name is it Julie Julie Uh, I thought I'd forgotten the first time you led worship, did you have as much courage as you did tonight? You probably felt like I was describing right there. That's a place where a lot more spiritual maturity is demanded of me. You know, people, people even shy away from that if you ask them to teach children in Sunday school. Oh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. It's, am- it's amazing how, how the enemy just, just protects uh, people. He, try- he tries to think it's safer here. Stay here. Stay here. It's, it's not safer there. That's not what the Lord, the Lord has given you something to use. Step into, you know, be a David. Go out there and face Goliath. It's not going to be, it's not going to be you. It's going to be God. The guy, he guides that missile that comes from your sling. God's the one that's going to take that giant's life. God, God's the one that's going to get the glory for that. Yeah, obviously, it wasn't just a, a teenage boy. It was, it was God that did that. God, God was doing that for, for more than one reason. Not only to, uh, to uh, defeat the Philistines that day, but to, to, I put David in, in, the, in the line to become the king that he had already anointed him to be. I don't know if that was, if, it, if Samuel's anointing on him was, it was probably before that because you know, the, his dad hadn't even brought him in from, from the pasture. He was such a little boy. But uh, I, think, I think you're on, you're on you're, we're on the same page right now. I think we're getting it. Uh, who has been taught to set those people with spiritual muscles that with with paralyzed spiritual muscles who has been taught to set them free the doctors haven't been taught to do that Christians have been taught to do that people who have been set free people who have who, who you once your spiritual muscles were paralyzed but somebody gave you the word and or you got it in the word or the spirit of the Lord just anointed you to, to see it and experience it maybe you did like maraud this morning he looked up and said to, said to the Lord you, if, if you don't show me the truth, you can't you can't punish me. And the Lord showed him the truth. Maybe that was you. And you're not spiritual. Your your spiritual muscles haven't been paralyzed in a long time. You're the one God wants to use. You know how. You know how you got free. That's how they'll get free. They need to pray. They they need somebody to pray with them. They need to show them what prayer is and what faith in God is. They just need a companion, a spiritual companion. Uh, it was it. You know, Peter had learned uh, a lot to do the, the bold thing that he did. He'd been walking with Jesus. He'd been seeing Jesus do that for three years. He'd been seeing Jesus interrupt funeral possessions and, and, take, and have him. Next thing you know, the, the little boy's crawling out of the casket because uh, the Lord's raised him from the dead. Uh, he, he, he learned from watching Jesus. Well, we've learned uh, we didn't get to walk with Jesus in that. In the flesh, but hey, we've got the New Testament, and we've been reading it all our lives, and we know good and well that he had the same power then as he has right now, amen, and he's just as willing to do it, he's just as as desiring to do it now as he was then, because it's going to make the difference in whether people perish and go out into eternity in darkness or they get to see the the real work of God taking place it it it, it was uh, G- Peter did it in the same power that Jesus did it. There was a guy named uh, uh, I call him Cowboy Cowboy Terry Willingham. He um, he's a bull rider, and uh, I was getting to, getting to know him one day, and and uh, he said, you know, uh, he, in fact he he was he it, we were having a spiritual conversation, and and he ended up telling me uh, early in that conversation he said I can take you back to 2016. This was last year in 2021. He was telling me this story. And uh, so five years earlier than that, he said, I was in the hospital and, and I was uh, about to die. I was, they told me, you're, you're, there's no way you're walking out of this hospital. You have congest- congestive heart failure and, and there's nothing more we can do to, to, uh, to help you survive. And he said, at, at that day when he, he was really saddened by that news, he wasn't ready. He was going to have to die in his, in, in his late 40s or early 50s. I can't remember which one it was. but uh, He um, But he he said a nurse walked in his room and, uh, and she said, do you believe? And he said, I do believe. And so right then and right there, she prayed a simple prayer of faith, asking the Lord to spare his life to heal him from that congestive heart failure. From that moment on he became he started getting better and he walked out of that hospital two days later all because a nurse who was a normal christian took the took the boldness and the liberty to say one of those simple prayers of faith that's all she did did she heal him it would be just like peter she she'd be saying just like peter's why are you looking at me as if i did this why why, why are you why are you thinking that my god my godliness or something that no it's it's not Peter's godliness, it wasn't the nurse godliness, it wasn't her that had the power to do it, it was God using somebody that represents him as, as, as we've been given the liberty to do, to pray in his name, to pray with authority in his name, and pray with courage, and pray with faith, truly believing that, that God's going to do what we're asking him to do. Uh, I love that story about Cowboy, Cowboy Terry, I love that story. Uh, about that nurse, that, that uh, just, uh, you, you know, you can't, uh, I can imagine how, how much she enjoyed seeing him walk out of that hospital in two days and, and being so glad she took time to pray that simple prayer. But, you know, the difference, uh, the difference in telling somebody, well, I'll pray for you, and then you go outside and pray for him. there's a lot of difference in, in that and staying in the room and saying, let's pray right now. As a pastor, I've learned to say, instead of saying, I'll pray for you, I seldom ever do that, and, I, and it's got to be rare circumstances. I, I, I rather would say, let's pray about it right now. Amen. If we're on the phone, if all we can do is text, we, I text a prayer. I, I leave prayers on people's voicemail, I, because I, I don't want to hope that someday I'm going to uh, see, see, have the opportunity to see what God did with my prayer. I want to I be a part of praying for it. I just found out there's a lot more energy when you're praying right there with the person in your presence. There's a, there's a lot more faith that you can express that, that will attack the, probably the thing that, is, that needs to be overcome. So I just, I'm just i saying, can you see yourself being used of God as God used Peter? Uh, God does see you being used of God just like he saw Peter. I tell you, God sees you being used like that. And and. Uh, I, I'm just encouraging you to see what he sees. See what he sees in, in you. And, and don't be one of those who limit him by, by uh, if, you know, think, Lord, you'll use somebody else. There's somebody else. I, you, know, you know, maybe I don't have enough faith or, or whatever. Don't, don't let the enemy steal that privilege from you. If you've got enough faith to be saved, you've got enough faith to move mountains. You, you've got you you are a child of God. God's at work in your life. Uh, I heard the old poem. I memorized it when, when I was very early in the ministry about the old violin. You probably heard it. Let me let me give it to you right quick. Twas battered and scarred. The auctioneer thought it scarcely worth his while to waste much time on that old violin, but he held it up with a smile. What are my offers, good folks? He cried. Who'll Who will start the bidding for me? A dollar, only one? Who will make it two? Two dollars. Two dollars. Who will make it three? Three dollars. Three dollars once. Three dollars twice. But wait. From the room far back, uh, a a gray-haired man got up and came forward and picked up the bow. Then wiping the dust from the old violin, he tightened the loosened strings, and he played a melody as pure and sweet as the caroling angels sing. Then the auctioneer, with a voice that was... Quiet and low, said, Now what are my bids for this old violin? And he held it up with the bow. A thousand dollars, and who'll make it two, two thousand, and who'll make it three, three thousand once, and three thousand twice, going and gone, said he. The people cheered, but some of them cried, We don't quite understand what changed its worth. Swiftly came the reply, the touch of the master's hand. Many a man with life out of tune is battered and scarred by sin. He's auctioned cheap to the thoughtless crowd, much like that old violin, a mess of pottage, a glass of wine, a game, and he travels on. He's going once, he's going twice, he's going and almost gone, but wait, the master comes. And the foolish crowd never can quite understand the worth of a soul and the change that's wrought by the touch of the master's hand. Here's what I wanna say with that. Your life has been touched with the master's hand. You you are not, um, the the person, when I was saying that uh, many a man with life out of tune, battered and scarred by sin, I'd probably not speak into any of you and though in that condition today. You're in much better condition because the master's hand touched your life when you were without him and you, you, you've been brought to a place spiritually where, where you, are, you are full of energy and life and God can pray simple prayers through you that will, that will remove the paralyzed spiritual muscles and heal sick bodies at the same time. Amen. I bit my tongue while I was saying that. Peter wasn't strong enough until God made him strong. That's when he got strong. He was weak when he depended on himself. But when he he knew that he wasn't depending on himself, he got bold and he could... Well, we might as well take the same step. We might as well tell people, I'll give you what I have. I have faith in Jesus and I'm going to pray a prayer of faith for you. And I'm going to believe that God's going to turn this thing around for you. God's going to bring your children back or God's going to heal you of that cancer. God's going to save your children. You know, uh, God wants every day of your life to to uh, for you to serve God in some capacity and serve people with what God's done through your life. Uh, the second thing Peter uh, used, or God used Peter, because God would, would uh, give glory to God. Uh, Peter would give glory to God for the miracle and not not take it on himself. We saw that, and and notice how he kept the miracle about rescuing lost people, rescuing perishing people. He said. He said, "God has done this miracle to bring glory to Jesus, so that so that the the world will know to turn to Him and be saved." It, uh, he knew that all this healing, all these miracles that that God that God had done through Jesus, it was just to get the attention of people and and stir up faith in them so they could trust in Jesus. And that's the reason for miracles today. It's not just to to make people able to walk and. and and shout and dance, but that they'll praise Jesus and their life will bring glory to Jesus. And some people that wouldn't have, wouldn't have ever taken a second look at Jesus, they'll they'll take a second look and they'll join him having faith because they've seen these miracles. Every miracle is is mainly due uh, to God wanting to rescue perishing people. He wants those miracles to end up rescuing lost people. God loves perishing people, and He wants to use you to turn them around. Uh, Peter and John knew at this point of their life that that Jesus had given them the authority to use His name and do His business. You know, just like the state farm agent has uh, has the opportunity to sell you a policy that really will insure you, because that, that guy wasn't a phony, he was, he, he was delegated the authority by the company to sell you that policy, and in fact, if, <laughs> if, if the, the peril happened, then they'll pay the bill, because he had that authority. Uh, I, what I'm talking about is, uh, like the policeman, the policeman can pull you over and he gets to act in behalf of the municipality. He's, he's not the mayor of the city, he's, he's not the city attorney, but he's delegated the authority to enforce the laws that they want. Uh, people to abide by in their community and he can give you a ticket he can he can put you in sh- shackles He can take you to jail because he's got the power of attorney of that city. He's been delegated that authority you, you see where I'm going you have been delegated that authority too. You've been given delegated authority by God to pray the prayer of faith and set people free That's that's why we pray for the sick because we know God has, has given us that liberty to pray the prayer of faith for, for people that are sick. And, and I'm, what I'm saying to you tonight is absolutely true. You, you, God is, is, is entrusting you with the right to use the name of Jesus powerfully by faith. And you can see mountains move. You can see, you can see problems solved. You can see people's lives transformed and changed. And I, I just want to challenge every one of us to consider what the Lord has said to us tonight, this, this reality that, that God wants us to do what Peter did. He, yes, you. he would. He would use you. He will use you. Some of you have already been used. You, you've been used probably many times that people you've prayed for have been healed. But I just, want, I just want to do it 10 times more than we do it. I, I, want to, I want it to be a part of what we expect to happen any day of our life. Somebody calls us up or the Lord drops us. Uh, somebody's name in our heart and, and, and we can just initiate a call to them and say, "How hey, I want to pray for you. Can I pray for you? Uh, People aren't going to think you're weird. And, and, and you say, what if the prayer's not answered? That's, that's up to God because God's the one who can, who can do that miracle today, tomorrow, or next week, or whenever, or however he wants to do it. He, he's, the one that, he's the one with all the power. All we have to do is to do our job and, and sell the policy. All, all we have to do is, is make the arrest. Yeah, arrest Satan with the authority Jesus has given us and use that to, and, and you know what step out into a place where more mature, spiritual maturity is demanded of you God's going to grow you up to it and you're going to feel just as natural as you can be in fact then God's going to put you in a in another one and and that, that's the way it ought to be all our life long just being keeping on spiritually maturing more and more so here's how I want to conclude the service I'd like for us just to spend some time praying Let's spend about five or 10 minutes. Maybe, maybe you want to spend longer than that, and it's certainly okay with me, but at least let's spend some moments right here just, just responding to what the Lord said. You can just talk to Him about it. If you've got fears about it, you can talk to Him about that. He, he doesn't mind you being honest and transparent, but I just think we ought to level with the Lord and say, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to respond to this message. I'm willing to talk to you about it. I'm, I'm willing for you to teach me and, and show me and, and grow me. And I, I do want you to use all of our lives, Lord, because we, we there's a lot of people in, in darkness that need somebody. They need somebody. And we, we're those somebodies. We're among those somebodies that God wants to use. Amen? So will you stand and will you find a, find a place to pray, either either wherever you're comfortable. I, I love to see you come around the altars and just wait on the Lord and, and, and call on God with prayer. Pray at these front pews or, or you, maybe you like to stand and pray or walk around and pray. or. Or you you just feel more comfortable sitting in the pew where you are. You you, you can do it. It's it's all a matter of you responding. Thank you, musicians and and worship leaders, for just leading us in some worship music while we're praying about this. Lord, we are giving our attention right now to the one who gave us this message, and that's you. You spoke this word to us. You spoke this word to us, Lord. I don't want anything to hold me back. From being courageous as Peter send and John were, spirit, were that day, God, Lord, I want my life. Might, I want my life to be another one of those power, like Peter who can spirit, say with all authority,
1: your spirit, that God, "I do
4: have something. I'm going to give you what I have. I'm going to give you what I have. I'm going to give you what I have."
3: Rise spirit, up in the name of Jesus. Feet and your spirit, be an ankle
4: God. bones receive strength, God. I want to. I want to see those on a regular basis in my life. I want to see, I want to see the, the kind of miracles that challenge unbelievers
1: to you not stay are in their the unbelief. Fly. I want to, we I want are to be willing courageous you to use the power voice. of attorney that you've given you me. And I pray for this soul. congregation of
4: people, we every man, every woman, every young person Lord, in this room. People. I ask you, God, you to
1: give the us the light. courage to use we that power of attorney you've given us and to proclaim healing and freedom from paralysis.
4: with faith to come in their presence. We God, stand I just pray in, in Jesus' name that you will use every man and, and every woman and every young might, person in this room, every single not one of by us. Might, God, I pray that, that not we will embolden
1: ourselves by your with the anointing Spirit, of the Holy Spirit. Send God, your may Spirit, we be pulled God, of Ghost, not empowered by, by, might, by the Holy Ghost, encouraged not by, by, by the Holy Ghost not be afraid By your spirit pray God. Of give you an opportunity to do you for families. By your Maybe Spirit, God, Maybe send your Spirit, God, not by, by one miracle, one miracle, not by power, not by your Spirit, God, send that your older, Spirit, God.
4: But God, I praise, I praise you that it's it is the truth. You and that it's not talking. an error.
1: Lord, that you use the, reality the sound that just like you want to use Peter and John, the you want to use us today. Your love, you can call us by name. You know where right. we're going to be the next week, the next month, and and the next year. And how you many, many of faith our lives can come. God us. make us so use the pray prayer. Who his blood we stand and broke the power in awe of you. Not by my Lord. Lord wanna, not by my might. For the of not God. by power. Lord, by Lord, by Lord, your spirit, God. Sin your spirit, God. Not by my might. Not by power. By your spirit, God. Sin your spirit. And Save t- something, not by in power, Lord. by your, God. Our, our, your our spirit, safety. God. Send your spirit, God.
4: Maintain spiritual maturity. God, help us to be put in a
1: place where more spiritual maturity powers. is demanded of us. You, you are the fire, we have the temple, you are the place. We're opening song. the door of you faith are so a that God. the presence of Jesus we are can be entered people. into and you by the, are the and by miracles the light We stand in the name of Jesus of you. We pray in the name of Jesus. We pray in the pure, wonderful name of Jesus. Christ. We, stand we pray. By might not courage. by power by your Encourages spirit God send Encourages your spirit water. God not, God might, the, not the by, God. Power, by, spirit, God. Spirit, not not by might not by power by your spirit God send your spirit God not by might not by Not by power, oh. by your Spirit, God, send your Spirit, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise
4: the Lord you
1: called us out thank you lord. Yes. out of the darkness Amen. into your love thank you lord into your light. awaken us tonight you grace upon grace you beauty us, for ashes thank you Jesus. come to us we come alive
4: Praise the Lord, amen. I'm glad, I'm glad you were here and I got to be here. Marsha, got to be here with you tonight. Today, it's been a wonderful day. Thanks for being here. Next Sunday is a great day. We're gonna have communion during the Sunday morning worship service next Sunday. And uh, it's gonna be a worship experience and a, just a time of coming into the presence of our Savior in the, one of the ways that he told us to do, to remember him. So be prayerful about that, please. And uh, we're going to set up a date. Uh, Jason and I were talking about setting a date uh, early in September where we have a water baptism service. He's got some youth that uh, are, are waiting on that. There were a couple of people who raised their hands in the service this morning to, to receive Christ, and I hope that they uh, are wanting to be baptized as well. Um, just be prayerful. You know, we, we pray all the time for our pastor in church. Uh, you can pray all week long make it a, make it a prayer every day and, and we're all praying the will of god the will of god with will of god not my will lord thine be done not mine thine be done lord thine be done. i'm gonna give you a little assignment this was acts the third chapter and you get to read if you if you go there you know when when uh, peter uh, and all of a sudden he got the attention of everybody because that's why that's why he said why are you looking at us as so though we did this but he got the opportunity to stand there and preach to a, a great crowd of people and then right there in the next, in the first few verses of chapter four, it tells that the, the church grew because of the number of people that got saved that day. Yeah. And I'm, instead of giving the number away, I want you to look it up. The church grew. Well, you know, the church had had about 3,000 saved on the day of Pentecost. And the church grew beyond that. And it, sell, it tells you how many how many the church grew just on this, this one miracle. No doubt that, that's why things like this happening is what, why the the Pharisees said, you guys have turned the world upside down with this message of Jesus. (laughs) Then they arrested him and put them in jail, but hey, they didn't stay there. Praise the Lord, they didn't stay there. Let's stand, let's stand. Praise you, Lord. Lord, we love you. Thank you for loving us with such immeasurable love. And we love that, that your word is challenging us, helping us to grow and Lord, we want we to say yes to everything you want for our lives, for your church, for this church, for its future, for, its, for our, our capacity to reach the lost and rescue amen. perishing people to be increased ever again, every single week and every day of our lives. In Jesus'
3: name we pray, amen. 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 God be with you.